Welcome to Oh Brother, the podcast three brothers trying to figure it all out with your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, Wonka Bars. Hello. Hello. What's going on? Oh, not too much. Just dealing with the last few days before school starts, you know. Oh, yeah. uh, Excitement. Yeah, you're in the final final lead up. Yeah, it starts on Tuesday, so. (sighs) (laughs) Ask around the river bend. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Only no, no, no cool hummingbirds or raccoons, I guess. Definitely no raccoons. Uh, that's probably for the best, though. I don't think we probably need those. No. Mucking up the works, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think they'd appreciate that, you know. Uh, what about you? What are you doing? Uh, we went to the fair. Da-da. Of course. Of course, of course, of course, of course. And we went uh, yesterday. Which was fine. There was hardly anybody there. Um, but day apparently was insanely packed on the way to the pool. Megan saw Megan and the kids went to the pool day. I didn't get to go. I was dealing with dogs, but they saw that the parking was just utterly insane. And then when we were when we were there yesterday, we were talking, talking to some of the vendors like how attendance was and what things were like, and they were like, Yeah, not very many people today. Uh, they said it was really down. Yesterday was also extremely hot up here. Like with the humidity, it was ninety nine degrees, and there was no shade anywhere. Oh yeah. But uh, no, it was good. We got to see lots of um, raptors and moles. And one of the exhibits that I wasn't expecting to like as much was the uh, the Dahlia Club. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. It's some club based around a flower. And there was like a, basically a horticultural society. And they did, they judged uh, people's plants all around the state. And then they brought clippings of those to show off the guest for the fair. Um, so that was really neat to see all this variety of plants and plant clippings and uh, trees that they had assembled. And they even had some arrangements where people had made little, um, not necessarily dioramas, but little arrangements of different plants in like a bucket or on a showing like a little waterfall or things like that. And I really enjoyed that. That was super cool. Did that it doesn't sound super enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, but it really, I, it was, I, uh, and I wasn't expecting that. We did not see the butter cow. Sorry. Oh, dang it. I cannot it's report right. on that. Um, we Fair did enough. ride Ferris wheel, and then we went to try and find some other rides that the kids could enjoy because they've never ridden anything. That's because uh, the fair rides are death traps, as discussed last week, as and previously. The- <laughs> so they have like we, a carousel or something. Relatively, did, that was the last one we rode was the carousel. All right. We also, wrote, had them ride one of these things where there were four. Like monster truck you sat in and then they just kind of ran around this same track in this little circle not fast at all but since they're monster trucks they were kind of like 
going over objects, and so you kind of tilt it up. Oh, okay, I think, I, yeah. But like the wheels turned, and you like you were sitting in like basically like a Power Wheels, big Power Wheels car. Um, but they were all going at the same speed. They liked that, but then they didn't like it because it was pretty clangy and metallic-y as the big objects were coming up and down or the trucks yeah, were moving. Loud noises, crunchy, loud crunchy. Noises. And then, so we kind of worked our way a little bit further towards the, the kid area, and they have this little um, roller coaster that's like really simple. It's shaped like a worm. You go up. It kind of stays on the top level where it comes around, comes and does some of these little dips where it goes wooga 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 wooga. Yeah, and then, um, and then it kind of falls a little bit, but the kids didn't mind the fall. It was the hard right turn that whipped them around. That one might also be the clangy clanging noise because those things usually like bone rattling, like. (laughs) So when we asked them what they didn't like about it, they they didn't say the clangy. They did say. It was the um, uh, um, it was the hard right turn. That was the one that they focused uh, on. So then we went and relaxed and rode the carousel, which was nice. Um, do they have like? Do they still have like those like pony ride things? You remember those? Uh, Where it was like, I don't know. This was this is old school. They had like ponies and they were on like a. It was kind of like a carousel, but like actual horses, and they just sort of walked around in a circle. Oh <laughs> right. Uh, no, no, they did not have, they did not have that. I could not see. They probably don't do those kind of things in like big fairs because that'd be a lot of kids and those poor horses would be like, eh, no, can't make it. Right. No, I, yeah, I did not see a, uh, they didn't do live, live animals there. Uh, we did go to the, probably for the best, the kids area for like the other animals to talk about farm animals, which was really fun. There's a kind of them all concentrated. And then did we you pet over. a sheep? We did see a sheep and a goat. There you go. And, and a, uh, uh, a... Of course, Lillian's favorite part was the cats! And I was like... <laughs> like naturally. Oh. Naturally. Uh, sure. <laughs> the one animal that you can see on a normal basis, I suppose. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, we went over, saw the fish, the conservation department, uh, aquariums. And then that is just right next to where they put all the tractor equipment. So then that was a lot of fun for Noah to go around and see all the tractors climbing them, telling us, you know, it was really funny because he, he knows a lot about them and their parts and the constituent makeup of, of them and things and what they're used for. Uh, and we, we were like, wow, like, you know, a lot. how do you know so much, Noah? And he was like, my brain. I was like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Good job. Uh, <laughs> rode the rides, got faces painted, and then uh, came home. So it was good. Got no, a funnel cake. no fair food, no corn dog, yeah, no funnel, funnel cake. Fu- no, we did get a funnel cake. Sorry, I left that out okay. from the report. Sorry, we did get a funnel cake. And we're in, we're up to this little, you know, they've got their little uh, huts and trailers all over the place for the food. And we just walk yeah. up to this random one because it's like, well, this is the closest. And it says it, 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 it <laughs> sells it sells both funnel cakes and lemonade. So we're good. We go up Ugh. and I look and the guy that we're buying it from is one of our clients. We sit his dog like all the time. <laughs> Boom. And I was like, hi, <laughs> what are you doing here? 
<laughs> selling like, funnel cakes. Read the sign. Come on, we do it. Well, and then I was like, huh, I don't actually know what you do for a living. So like, do you own this thing or like, are you working here or like, what's this relationship? Because I have no idea what you actually do otherwise. I think he's a teacher and then he's doing this for the summer thing. I yeah. Know, I have no idea, but I was just like, oh, hi. Like, this is now weird. <laughs> but no, it was really good. It was really good. Like I said, there was hard, there was like nobody there. Like there was no lines for anything. People were just, I don't know if it was just hot or if it was weird because it was a Thursday. I guess, you know, a lot of people showed up today for it. So yeah, that's your, uh, that's your fair report from the uh, fair report one Missouri fair, fair 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 it was fair, there you fair. Go. yep we didn't go into any of the uh like barns they've got the swine barn and the cattle barn and all those <laughs> things we can go oh no they're very excited about all the upgrades they did to the swine barn this year it was like a million dollars or two million dollars <laughs> oh, uh, yeah um it's kind of funny. I don't know. Like it just shows you. Like it's it's just on. I forget how many acres I said it was last time, but they did it, like this a million. Last year they spent the down down year to do eight million dollars worth of upgrades. Uh huh. And from what I saw, I don't know where they spent that money. <laughs> Which tells me it was all like probably like electrical circuits and water lines. Well, yeah, and like structural this- for build, like interior building structures. Like, hey, this roof is falling down. Oh no! Exactly. Yeah, that's totally my thought because I was like, "There's no new buildings, and nothing's like painted or anything." So, huh? Okay. Well, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fine. Oh dear. Yeah. And while we were when we left, so they've got they've got tractors that pull little carriages that you can ride on if you're going far uh, for a piece. And oh, yeah. we rode one from the parking lot up to the gate and then we walked in and then, but the loop that we did took us to the furthest side of the, uh, of the park of the fairgrounds. So we decided, of course, we gonna, of course. we were going to ride the tram thing back, but we hopped on and uh, they're just outward facing bench seats with a little walkway in the middle. And that's where the attendant walks. And she came over and she tapped me on the shoulder and she was like, it's 50 cents a person. And I was like, Oh, so I handed her a dollar and I said, no change. And, um, I guess Megan had already paid. Anyway, it ended up where I needed to pay for three people there, like me and the kids. And, oh. and I didn't have 50 cents. So I just hand her $2 and I was like, please, please don't give me change. I don't want change. I don't, I don't want, I'm done with the day. I don't want to add anything extra to my pockets and nothing. And she was just like, Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> don't, but don't pester somebody else the next ride. Right. Just whatever. I don't care. I don't want, I don't want change in my pockets. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, uh, I approve. I think. I think we're gonna. I think we may try and go back tomorrow. Uh, after like three or whatever. It's. I think it's free entry. Um, oh, nice to, to get in. So, cool down a little bit, maybe. Yes, it'll cool down a little bit. And that's what we did two years ago. And there was even less people in there than we saw two days ago. So hopefully, right. it will that's be virtually. They'll have the whole place for ourselves. <clears throat> so 
Which was yeah, nice. Isn't it the last day tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow's the last day. I, I couldn't okay. imagine being on the fairgrounds with as many people as I saw, like as we've seen cars parked in the parking lot. I just, that would be oh, totally no. not enjoyable for me. That's very unfun, right? Yeah. Like just the, the crush of people becomes very off putting. Yeah. At least for me as well. Yeah. Like, I guess if you're going like, there oh. to do like the drunken karaoke bars off the main drag, or if you're there to go to a concert or something like, sure, maybe you want more people. But for me there nah. to enjoy it with like <laughs> the kids, like I don't want, yeah. I don't want anybody around Less me. people. <laughs> Less people <clears throat> for your terribly irrelevant bands from 25 years ago. Then no one cares about <laughs> I know. I, I forgot. I forgot who headlined, uh, last night anyway while i looked that up uh what's what's new uh airman aaron how are you you surviving when did, when did you guys start podcasting tonight like 35 seconds before you joined yeah uh, hi okay <laughs> i was watching it and then like colin started talking and the little thing went to three so yes um no no not a whole lot uh finished first the the first real week of school um and you're still alive this yeah. is good. We had our first scrimmage. Uh, was, that, was that last night? Yeah. Um, a li- little bit, a little bit of a struggle. Um, it was also like a hundred and like ten degrees or something like that. It's very hot. Yeah. Um, I didn't get that was, home that was, until about like midnight because I spent like a whole day at school. Then we had practice and we had field set up, flash field painting, Ooh. and then we had the scrimmage, which lasted forever. Um, <laughs> And then went and got my car worked on today. Um, I was carless because I showed up and I was like, I'll just need an oil change and possibly possibly my AC looked at and no, it'd be a problem. And then they're like, it'll be four hours. I was like, Billy, please. And so I've just been kind of grading papers, kind of just doing lesson plan things. Um, I got to go down tomorrow. We're going to try to watch quote-unquote game film um like tomorrow like afternoon so we'll see how that goes mm-hmm. um but that's kind of really about really about it about as far as my week goes like we had a test friday um pretty, you already pretty, gave a test man yeah, what a pretty, what a hardcore teacher you are pretty so had a pretty brutal. basic <laughs> um it was easy I'm um, just kidding. <laughs> finally got chromebooks into my uh, classroom which was definitely needed to teach keyboarding um but yeah other than that you know my week's been pretty pretty chill um nice. my body is very sore is it tired yeah yes and i'm also very sunburned like i look at me and i'm like wow oh, no. really tan and then like i tilt my arm like a smidge and the sunlight hits it i'm like ah, i'm burnt so yeah um i being out in the sun more is kind of nice but my skin's not liking it right now or you don't re- sometimes i don't realize until i like look in the mirror and you see it from that angle oh oh that's red oh yeah oh dear okay yeah so that that's my body trying to adjust to actual like life outside because before i didn't really have to worry about that because it was either like oh i'm in an office typing or oh i go outside for like a little and then I'm yeah. like, now I'm back like inside. Safe, 20 minutes. We yeah. spent like three hours outside at a time. I'm like, oh, yes. This mm, is get some of that sunblock. This is man. why I wear long sleeve. This is why I wear long sleeve shirts like there you go. the whole year round. So.
So how how are how is the adjustment to eight person football? How is that for you? Um, it's it's different. Um, like, um, it is it is much faster pace. It is um like like with eleven man or you know normal football like it's 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 fast paced but it's very kind of like what's the word thematic like it's very like there there's a kind of like a rhythm to it like it's kind of more easy like you can sit back and like watch it and be able to see everything with eight man football yes even though it's like you know there's not that many people it still can go by super quickly and so like you don't have to take so long to set up you can you know use the you know, open spaces of the field to create all these angles and, and all of that Except stuff. Th- um, there would be more open space, wouldn't there? <laughs> yes. But the field, the field is smaller. Like it's more narrow. Yeah. Um, is it shorter as well? Ma- no. Okay. I don't have my, I don't have my thing. Oh uh, yeah. It, yeah. It's not shorter. It's, it's more narrow. Um, I think instead of it's like 45, I think. I don't remember. I just remember painting the lines and that's about it. Okay, um, that's fair. Also gave me a huge respect of like, you know, going to our school. Like we actually had people to come and paint the fields. Um, I didn't really have to worry about that too much at the school I was at before. But this one, it's like, well, here's a can. Go paint. Um, like we have a little like push sprayer thingy. But it's like, oh, wow, I have a newfound respect for people who do this like every week or, you know, maintenance crews in general, because I'm just trying to paint a line on a field and it's impossible unless you have like, you know, a whole crew. And so it gave me kind of a whole new perspective of of definitely being patient. And, you know, I'm going to be out here out here for a while painting this this field. Um, do you have a little rolly thing, the little roller can deal that you just yes. Like? Thankfully, we have one of those, but we have to we have to stretch out the we have to measure the lines. We have to stretch and stake down uh, a a thin like looks like twine kind of like across the field. And that's what like what we follow Um, also hasn't like it before that it hasn't rained in several days or like a week or two or several. And then it decided to rain right when we were starting to paint. And but our field is slowly dying. Uh, because again, it has been 110 degrees. <laughs> yes, brown. <laughs> um, yeah. But like coaching wise, I mean, for for the scrimmage, like we're just trying to get trying to see where people fit in. How are we going to look? We do things for this certain look. It, it we we had there was three schools, us and the two others, and we just kind of did like our defense against their offenses, just back to back, and then we would oh, okay. switch it up and and do like there there wasn't scoring. It was just trying to see like how well we could develop players in certain positions and so it lasted from about six to nine ish um and then afterwards we had to pick up the fields and talk to parents and do all that kind of stuff and then yeah i didn't leave until about like 10 30 uh so yeah i haven't haven't hadn't done a late night like that in a long time so my my body just kind of was like oh and bed so But it's 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 fun. I love being out there. I love talking with the kids and the players and the parents. And uh, it also kind of gave me a a perspective of if I'm not coaching and I see some of my like sixth graders and just hearing the content. 
of it like from like the back like stadium. I'm like, ah, just I'm not go away. Please I'm focused on something else right now. They're supporting the school. This is good. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to have a talk with my kids Monday. I was like when Coach Funkheiser is coaching. Uh especially if we're not winning, you don't talk to him. You have to yell Uh, really loudly. Yell suggestions. Dive left. Right. I'll I'll be up in the press box for majority of the time because I don't like people. Um, yeah. So I don't have to. But yeah, I, I was up there trying to get the camera stuff, and I looked up, and there was like twelve of my sixth graders. I'm like, ah, uh, hey guys, what's up? So yeah, Coach Funkaster is going to have to have a talk with his kids on Monday. In their defense, where else are they? What else are they supposed to do in small town Oklahoma? Exactly, come and watch the football but, game. So they, yeah. But, they, they, they I'm envisioning lots and lots of. Sorry, I'm envisioning lots of pistol offense. Is this accurate? Like real fast, it West is, Coast actually. pistol style. Yeah, hey, um, bang! A lot, Look a at lot that. More, a lot, kind of more like. Uh, um, oh, what is it called? Um, like, uh, oh, Ted Gamet, you, you got me mixed up. Um, <laughs> option, run, pass, kind of things. Uh, more run, yeah. heavy option. Pass. Um, like I said, we we got we got a lot of athletes. The, the um, power eye. Yes, but we don't we don't have the size to do that. Um, oh, so no wishbone. No. Um, so having you can only have three players in the backfield. And um, oh, so there goes the wishbone. That's yeah, seventy five players in the backfield. And so <laughs> and so yeah, we we don't we don't have the size to just you know go toe to toe and just run like at you constantly. We're, we're going to have to spread you out and get those wing T and, and get those lanes. Yes. Also, no, not big enough for that. <laughs> um, and so like, and, and it's, and it's really funny talking with like these other like eight man schools. Like there's a school that's out in the panhandle. Um, and they're like, yeah, you oh, know, no. we did all this. And then we talked to a, a, an eight man school that's like, um, south of Tulsa, a ways, and they're like, "Yeah, our smallest lineman's like six six and we're like, "Oh, we have a lineman that's like five, like seven, so it's fine. Block low, it's all good. Get all low. we can do. Um, yeah. it, it was, it was, you know, <laughs> uh, emotionally, there's a lot of frustration among players, um, and and so trying to get acclimated to a, a new program, um. A, a thing where there's actually coaches who know what they're doing. This school hasn't had that in a long time. And so, yeah. um, and yeah, I mean, there, there, there was just a lot. I was just like, I am tired. So mm-hmm. I was, I was definitely fine with staying home for the entire weekend, but I have to go down there Monday and watch film that one of my mm-hmm. middle schoolers filmed. So there might not even be anything on it. So we'll see what happens, but there might have like, um, filming like one play, that girl over there and then like the highway and then like the play again. Like, <laughs> uh, so we, we shall, we shall see what, uh, what it entails. I, I am, I'm interested to see, um, but I'm also totally okay with getting that text message early in the morning. Like, Hey, just don't worry. Don't bother coming down. Oh, are you sure? Oh man. Just, ah, I wish, but okay. Oh no. Okay. Send me some pictures. It's fine. No. Be okay. But, but other than that, that's been that's been my week. Not a whole lot. It's there's not a whole lot, and then boom, crazy, and now it's just kind uh, of yeah. coasting. Right now, at least. That's all right. That's probably gonna be my week next week, right? Yeah. Like, 
But well, this week we had we had open house on Thursday, so it was just like long. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like just a long day because we had work in service, working classrooms all day long, and then like, oh, you just have to stay here because it's open house later. So I was just like, mm-hmm. <sighs> so I sat forever and I watched seven hundred thousand training videos, <laughs> which are varying degrees of useful, and then like. I did a lot of file organization because I was down to yeah, like yeah. little things like I could do this. <clears throat> so I was doing some file organizing and like because I am a serial piler of things, right? That's how I organize stuff. I'm just like, oh, I was going to put it in this pile. Blap. <laughs> yeah. So I sort of hanging file folder, like some of my first unit stuff, like separated out all my sheets and my little logs and my lab experiments and a lot of stuff like so now i have the paper copies ready easily accessible hopefully easily findable for the first unit anyway after that i was like slam them in here it's fine (laughs) (laughs) so my first my first units are good after that still in a pile but it's a smaller pile (laughs) That's all you can do sometimes. Yeah, it's fine. Oh. I did have... Here's a segueing from what we did this week into weird things that don't make any sense, right? So I... (laughs) Mini rant before we move on to other things later. Uh, I, I was thinking... But this this thought came about because we had like food day, right? They 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 actually bought us food this year for all our in service days, which is exciting. Because normally they're like, we're gonna provide lunch for two days. That's it. The rest, <laughs> the rest of it, whatever. Starve. We don't care. Get out of here. <clears throat> anyway, the last day they had. Uh, it was actually kind of cool. They had like a one of the local guys bring his food truck down and just like yeah. you could just go buy food, you get food, and then the school paid for everything at the end. So that was pretty. Yeah. That was pretty rad. Uh, anyway, nice. Um, one of the dessert options was uh, this. The school bought. They had like ice cream and stuff inside, and I they had Klondike bars. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I I got to thinking that the slogan for the Klondike bar is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. What did you do for right? the Klondike bar? Yeah, and, and so the commercials, they do this. Like, they, they present this to you like the Klondike bar is the be-all, end-all of ice cream bars. International listeners, if you are unfamiliar with Klondike bar, it's basically ice cream with a chocolate candy shell on the outside. Nothing very exciting. I mean, let's just be... yeah. The flavor of the ice cream changes, but the standard Klondike bar is like vanilla ice cream with chocolate shell on it. Yep. And they're not very big either. No, no, but they're, I mean, they're fine. They have different flavors now. They have like the Reese's peanut butter one and like the mint chocolate, the mint one and like other things, right? Like Heath bar and all this stuff. But like, one of the commercials I have right now is like, what would you do for a Klondike bar? And the dude like shaves his eyebrow for a Klondike bar. What? And I had the sudden realization, dude, 
These things cost 50 cents. Yeah. What what are you doing? <laughs> right? Then people are like, oh, we're going to do this. I'll do this crazy thing for an ice cream. Yeah. 50 cents. 50 cents. That's how much they cost. Yeah. Just buy. I'm just, like, what would you do for a Klondike bar? Me, personally, I would just go to the store and buy one. I would buy one. That's yeah. it. I don't mind. <laughs> It's like wait, the cost of this dessert does oh. not warrant this like grandiose thing. Like, yeah. oh man, I would like jump off this ledge. Like, it costs fifty cents. <laughs> like, what? What are you doing with your life? Oh, I know <laughs> that I that know. is like a That's a, really a huge point. depart of like. Oh my gosh, I could never have this Klondike. Fifty fifty cents. That's yeah. <laughs> You're like, and I was just like, so we can add this to the things that will never sponsor us segment of of the show. But I just was thinking about this for the past few days and was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like the jingle's really catchy, Uh you know, but like the actual, it doesn't make any sense when you think about it. Yeah. You get down to brass tacks. You're talking about something that's 50 cents. Like you wouldn't say the same thing about like. I don't know, like a gumball from a gumball machine. You're like, Whoa, yeah. what would you do for this? Like, I'd probably just yeah, think. like other like it's just basically like a, you could, like what would you do for this bag of M and M's? Like, buy it. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. like. I, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, really, really putting a lot out there and not leaving room to go anywhere. Because what are you going to do with something that's like a dollar? Like, ah. <laughs> Yeah, right. Some of the other some of the other ice cream sandwiches you can buy are like they do cost a dollar. Like yeah. oh, that's unobtainable. Oh my goodness. Oh never. I guess I'll save both eyebrows. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like what extreme thing would you do for that? Like, oh no. Like I can't I just I just kind of sat down. I was thinking about this because I didn't have a lot to do the other day while I was watching my training videos and I was like, this is so ridiculous. Why? <laughs> and then I saw that commercial of the dudes like I shaved my eyebrow and I was like you what <laughs> why man I would yeah. <laughs> yeah okay low uh low low standards here well, yeah. yeah I guess or you just really love ice cream bars like I don't know yeah yeah you don't know ice cream bars are life man you don't know that's true. I don't think I don't think Klondike bars would probably rate in my. They're probably not even my third favorite ice cream bar. If I had to think about this for a while, so I don't. Oh know. man, third favorite ice cream bars. You got <laughs> it. Uh, uh, coming soon. I'd think about that one. Okay. <laughs> oh, we could just do third favorite candy bars too. What? No show notes for later. Okay. We got. We got. Oh, man. Top, top five candy bars coming soon. That's yeah. what. <laughs> I was, that's it you know now that i don't like shop in the store that's a thing that i don't buy ever yeah right because like that's like the ultimate impulse buy is the candy bar yes you know like you generally i don't go on a mission to procure a candy bar it's just like the thing that's there because they are 50 cents right so you're just like oh yeah i'll just get that sweet why not yeah. it is inconsequential to the most of your day it's just like, yeah like i'm already buying all this other stuff i'll grab this too and eat it later you know after lunch or something mm-hmm. but like now that i we buy our groceries like 
we do the pickup thing and stuff and I don't go to inside the store very much. Yeah. Like that is not something that I actually buy. Sorry, you're missing bizarre. out on that. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Swing by. I have to think about. It's true. I have to make a trip to the store so I can think about my top five candy bars. Uh, coming soon. <laughs> I'm, doing, <laughs> I'm doing research. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I guess. <laughs> this, is, this is very important. <laughs> Standing in the middle of the aisle. Sir, what are you doing? Research, stop it. <laughs> Leave me to my thoughts. <laughs> this is important. It, it's Some people want to know. Like, one of most of them and then sitting down and like writing notes in your journal hmm well what about I don't think I would probably be that in depth with that particular investigation Billy Wonka is an inspiration how dare you (laughs) that's it you're not invited the majority of candy and chocolate factory that's why, well, yeah. The weird thing about Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is the majority of the candy that they talk about and is produced in that is not chocolate. He's got a chocolate river, though. Yeah, but like the Wonka bar is the only chocolate candy he produces. The rest of it is like the Gobstopper and the gum, and, and the, these are all not chocolate based candies. Obviously, obviously, the bar is what is carrying everything. Now, I feel like that's probably true, but like. A lot of the other stuff showcased in there just definitely not chocolate-based. And so I feel like Chocolate Factory, a bit misleading. I mean, the river of chocolate does sort of do that. But that's only for, like, mixing the chocolate. Yeah. But who knows? Are there other kinds of... worded letter to them, so... Are there other... I don't actually know. I don't really like that movie, so I don't really know, but, like... Are there multiple kinds of Wonka bar? Is there a just one? Um, do we know? I have no idea. Not either. <clears throat> I know that's really inconsequential to the plot of the movie, it's, but like just thinking about these things, like is there more listeners? If you are an expert on Willy Wonka and Chocolate Factory, uh. Please let us know <laughs> if Wonka made more than just one type of bar. I don't know. Because I don't recall. I feel like he did. I feel Something is telling me that there were multiple kinds, but I don't remember. I don't know. I mean, I know it's going to be hard to search for this because they, for a while, they do. I mean, they do have Wonka bars in the that you can go buy. Yeah, so in the real know. world, in, in the, the ultimate world. crossover event. Yeah, so I don't know how you. I don't know. How it's gonna be fine. Interesting to search because yeah, Nestle. Yeah, I don't know. Nestle picked them up to as a brand to then produce. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, but they only make. Also, confusingly, can, you can't buy a Wonka bar in real life, can you? No, you could. I've you only, I've only ever seen the Gobstoppers. Oh, oh! Available? No, no, they stopped selling them. Sorry, I'm doing my research on live on air, which is a fun thing to do. They stopped selling yeah. them back in 2010, so it's been it's been it's been 11 years since. Okay. <laughs> so I yeah. Oh oh, so you're right here. Okay, Wonka was said to have invented over 200 kinds of Wonka bars. Oh okay. Yes, okay. That, that's Grandpa Joe is telling that in the story. 
Okay. See, they didn't see. I don't remember that. Okay. okay. And th- they started production with the real world bars shortly after the 2005 film. Charlie, the chocolate factory. Charlie, the chocolate right. factory. Yes. Yes. How do you have 200 different candy bars? Especially chocolate bars. Well, they have names like, like Whipple Scrumptious Fudge Mellow Delight Nutty Crunch Surprise That's, Triple okay. Dazzle Caramel. Like these get a little, you know, Precio Nutty Bar Edible Garden Eureka Moment Happy Go Lucky Making Wow. Anyway, lots of different varieties that you come up with when you just throw words into a jumble Wait, and pull them out. words out there. But like logistically, I don't know if you could come up with like two hundred different types. <laughs> Okay, challenge for next. Those are from one factory. Those <laughs> are from one factory, right? Yeah. Like worldwide, there are two hundred different types of chocolate bar, but a lot of them are just like milk chocolate. <laughs> they're just made by different companies, right? So I guess the formulation would be slightly different, you know, because like a Cadbury tastes different than a Hershey tastes different than a, yeah. a Mars bar. <clears throat> apparently we need to go take a trip to the uk and australia to get access to currently sold wonka bars because they are sold in those Dang markets it. but not okay no. interesting trip 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 very interesting <clears throat> hmm. yeah we'll add that to the topic list travel to australia and eat a wonka bar Yes, I think maybe that might be a bit of a stretch just for that one thing. Yeah. Although I will admit, that's one of my biggest regrets from when I was in Australia. Like, I didn't just go into, like, a grocery store. Yeah. Right? Now, like, after I got back, I was like, dang it. I should have done that just to, like, see, see like, what was going on in there. Tried to buy some exciting something. Right. I, it's like, my- oh, what's it like in here? Even just to see, like, the different, like, brand of, like, I don't know, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> no. When I, I had to travel to um, Quebec for some training many years ago at this point, and um, I had to... Yeah, that was a while ago now. Huh? A while ago. <laughs> and I had to get an Airbnb, and then I had to, like, stock up on food for the week, and I did have to go to a grocery store, and I was like... That last assignment in French 2 where you have to go grocery shopping is really paying That's off right now. True. I am <laughs> <laughs> really digging this. And I actually did send an email to uh, Ms. Jiminelle Roten <laughs> telling her. Did like, you really? I did. I did. I was like, hey, <laughs> this is going to be very odd. But many aspects of my life have led me to where I currently am. And I want to say thank you for <laughs> Thank you for making me grocery shop in French. And filmed. I to go grocery shopping in French. <laughs> it was <laughs> it was marvelous. I, I yeah, I did send her an email and <laughs> she responded and it was great, whatever, but I was <laughs> Yeah, that was That's fun. hilarious. Yeah, I was like, wow, who would have who would have thunk like all the all these years of trading have paid off? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I did that. I had to do that when we went to Manitoba because there was a section in Manitoba where things were in French. We were just like yeah. wandering around. I was like, what? what? Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that, but all right. Yeah. <laughs> I read a plaque. 
It's very exciting. Uh, I'm very out of practice now. Probably couldn't do it today. That was much, much closer to the time I had taken for sure. Yes. Yeah, how quickly all that slips, slips away. That's true. To practice up. <laughs> okay, add that to the challenge. Travel to... Uh... Oh, dear. Read signs in French. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> There's actually, on the fairgrounds, there's actually a French boxcar that was donated, that was used in World War One and World War II. Uh, that was then, because I guess after World War II, um, France gifted each state of the United States a commemorative um, uh, train car that was filled with gifts and presents. Uh, oh. to each state Weird. and then yes i had no idea about this didn't did, did, didn't learn this what? yeah and wild and um not all of them are currently still in existence and like most people uh nobody knows where all of like what was the what were the what the gifts were or where <laughs> yeah, they all what went. was inside this thing because um, <laughs> they all went to politicians and you know crap well, back yeah. then. And they've like just disappeared. 47 wheels of cheese. <laughs> and all what was in there? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that could be what it was. And uh, but. so it's interesting. Yeah, because there's one on the fairgrounds and they have a whole society that's kind of like built up around it that uh, uh, maintain it, keep it painted um, and tell the story really? about it. Yeah. And how it was moved. It was moved in Jeff City for a long time before they were like, uh, let's put it at the fairgrounds. <laughs> <laughs> so there it's. I mean, that does feel like a, a more natural home for it. Yeah, the state fairgrounds. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they brought it out there and did it have it's undergone like two or three renovations on it, and um, there's probably more room for it at the state fairgrounds. We a lot of room. The, the, yeah, the hundreds of acres that are. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's it sits crazy. Out, sits out in the. It sits under a, a covered pavilion, I think. Yeah, under a covered pavilion, and you just go up and see it and touch it, and it's sitting on tracks. Uh that they've cut out and set there for you to, to view it. And it's, it's kind of cool. It's really neat. Oh yeah. A lot of people do that. That's crazy. Uh, French listeners help us out here. What tell, we need to figure out more about this. (laughs) How did this happen? And what was in these train cars? International mysteries abound. We must know. I'm so confused. I know. I know it's very uh i it's it's very interesting um i want to know what was in these cars so french french listening friends or other historian uh people out there if you have heard of this or know where we can learn about this (laughs) i want to know what is inside the mysterious french train car yeah man this is exciting. Uh, that's a challenge to solve this mystery. Let's get busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> down. Uh, yeah. I thought it was very anyway. Anyway, so this uh, this is quite the segue that we've come from. Uh, that is from very exciting. Comic bars. Uh, <laughs> I think we should probably dive into what the listeners uh, expect. It's only it's patented, patented, patent pending. I guess 
Uh, That's true. Yes. Main topic challenge was uh, watch a sci-fi film. Yes. Now, first of all, I thought about this as well. Uh, do you pronounce it genre or genre? Genre. Soft G. Okay. Soft G. I know a lot of people say it with the hard J sound. I've heard that before. They are wrong. Uh, they are wrong. <laughs> this one, that was, well, you know. Uh, I, get the, I think I get that from uh, scientific naming. You can say genre uh, or genre. Or, uh, you, you don't say, um, you know, I can't even imagine how you would say that one. Um, anyway. Well, yes. But like, I, I, just, I just thought about that callback. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, yes. Right so. how you put, oh, 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 man. I had, I had a word. This will come, back, come to me. We can keep going. Of that fit, that discussion we had. A Fair enough. Ago. Anyway. So, yeah. Watch <laughs> yes. a sci-fi. I just thought that was a callback to that. Watch sci-fi. So, again, I guess traditionally, um, we start with the, uh, what is your experience with the sci-fi genre? Do you like it? Is it something you're into or no? What do you think, Colin? Um, I, I, oh, uh, it, I am probably more of a fan of fantasy films, uh, where there's just like magic, um, as opposed to sci-fi. And I think that's typically, typically because most of the sci-fi, it takes a lot for me to be drawn in to go, okay, that's believable when there's no like hand wavy, like, magic so um i tend to get taken out of uh out of the movie more quickly because i'm like wow i don't know how that works or like oh i don't know blah blah i tend to be more critical of them but um you know i i I think of movies like i don't know if yeah like you know like back to the future like i really enjoy those movies but i feel like they're any time travel movies, I'm probably a really big sucker for because that's you know those are pretty sci-fi at that point. Uh, but yeah, I I don't really it's, I don't feel like they're a, a genre of movie that I intentionally seek out most of the time. I feel like they tend to just happen upon me uh, where I watch yeah. them uh, versus a oh no like I this is this is something that I can really really hone in on. Well, I think part of that is. Well, I'll let Aaron go first. Aaron, what about you? So for for me, like, I don't know if it's just like, you know, me playing a bunch of random video games growing up. So science fiction always became easier to me, although it it kind of had like a weird little you know asterisk to it because there was like the sci-fi channel, but they always aired like some sort of like B-rated movie that was like, oh, Sharktopus versus... Uh, shark gator and like they would just kind of throw that out there so it, it was kind of tainted for me for a little bit uh, because like when I thought of sci-fi I always thought of like those kind of movies but then I'd watch some sort of sciency or futuristic movie and it just wouldn't like click that that would be like it's it's like in the same genre or like the same kind of like classification as like you know sharknado or things like that. So for me, it kind of, you know, especially like when I was younger, I was just watching a movie just to watch a movie. It's like, oh, they got lasers and this and that. And it never really hit me until I got older of like actually understanding like what conceptually I was watching. So it, it took a while for me to watch like or to get my head wrapped around some of those films. Um, is it something that I typically seek out? 
meh. I'm kind of in the same boat as, as Colin as like the fantasy films or things like that always like have my attention. But like the kid in me will always be like, ooh, Star Wars. So um, hence why I went and watched the uh, oh, don't the, tell the, us new, the, the new three series like um, by myself, like three separate times in movie theater. So, oh, OK, yeah. 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 No, I, I definitely agree with kind of both of you. I, I was thinking about this uh, question for myself and and I feel like th- this is for the reasoning behind this for me is a couple reasons. Number one, um, there are definitely different levels of sci-fi movies, right? That there are movies that sort of really tackle those deep sci-fi themes about like humanity and like the world and all that stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And then there's other movies that just sort of happen in a sci-fi setting. Right. And so, like, you know, there's kind of different levels. A lot of sci-fi movies really take themselves very seriously uh, in that first category, right? And a lot of them are bad, right? They just straight <laughs> up not good movies. <laughs> and I think that's the other problem, right? A lot of a lot of sci-fi movies get made, and you know, you watch them, and you're just like, that movie was terrible. Either because they were just a setting and there was like no plot at all, you know, it's just like, oh, look at these effects. You're like, that is boring. Or they like leaned really heavy and they think they're being like really deep, but they're just like lame. Like, yeah, what? (laughs) You know, they don't tackle those themes well. And I feel like that's kind of the the problem that sci-fi movies delve into, you know, they, uh, they just, they're just not, they just don't come out good. And they are in a lot of them, the ones that like have these themes, they're very like, they can be just very like dark. They're not like happy movies. <laughs> you know no. what I mean? Yeah. And, and, you know, leaning into what you said about back to the future, uh, this week I had read about the, the guy that was originally supposed to play Marty McFly. Hmm. Um, I don't remember what his oh, name was yeah. now. he, he uh he was dropped from the movie because he was reading that character much more seriously right uh. he was adding a level of gravitas to the role that the studio didn't really want to deal with right oh, it's because at the end of the first movie the end of the is really playing like marty's and this is a thing i've thought about before it was like marty's life is now completely different and he has he lives in a world where his childhood doesn't exist anymore yeah Right. Because his family is completely different. And so his upbringing is different. And so the person that he should be and the person that he is are not the same. And so he has a lot to deal with. But the movie, they're just like, anyway, <laughs> this is fun. Look I, at Doc. Right. I, like, <laughs> I will. I will say that there's a neat little like docuseries on Netflix called The Movies That Made Us. And they talk about that whole kind of like behind the scenes stuff of back to the future. And it shows some of like the original cuts of the movie of the person that was supposed to oh, really? fly. And I was like, Oh <laughs> yeah, I would have not liked this movie. Mm. Yeah. It was a lot. He was taking it a lot more in a serious direction because he was thinking about those things, which is yeah. things I thought about too. Right. You know, but they don't really touch on that. So a lot of times they can be serious. And if you're not in the mood for like a serious thinking movie, like some sci-fi movies are not, for you sometimes you just want to like 
watch the sci-fi movie that's like, oh, there's, like you said, Aaron, there's, there's lasers and there's cool things happening. And they're like, a hover car. Why is there a hover car? Who cares? It's cool. Let's yeah. go with it. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, <clears throat> right. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Right. There's a very, this broad category. And a lot of times they just get done badly. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Like the, the execution on film is just like, what? <laughs> you know? So yeah, that's kind of what I saw. There's some movies that I like and a lot of them are like the variety where it's like a space movie. Those aren't the like big heavy themed ones. And then there's a couple that like sort of dip their toe into like what it means to be human. Right. That's like the big crux of a lot of sci-fi. And like I said, it can be done in varying degrees of good. So like, (laughs) we'll see where we are. So, uh, who wants to start off with the sci-fi extravaganza? I'll go. Colin does. I'll I'll go. I'll go. (laughs) Okay. So since this was triggered by him and his, his take on uh, AI last week. Oh my gosh. Uh, well, uh, in sticking with um, good old uh, Steven Spielberg's directing, um, I watched uh, 2002's Minority Report. <laughs> no, did you really? I did. I did. Did, did, did I steal anybody else's? Um, no, I... No. Uh, yeah, we forgot to text each other this week. Yeah, Whoops. Oops. Sorry. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> this will be fun. Um, no, I can't remember if I actually ever saw this movie. Um, or not, uh, but I know that it gets really good re- because I've seen so many since then where I'm like, wait, is it this one or is this like, I kept on thinking this was from like many scenes. It's like, oh, and the thing with the robots are coming and I was like, oh no, wait, that's iRobot. And that was with Will it's Smith. iRobot. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I just, for whatever reason, I kept thinking like, so because at some point, right, you watch them one time and they just, so I don't know if I ever watched this one before, but yeah, um, I, I really liked this one um, because it's very much like uh, like an old school, I guess, noir film where you've got the the de- the detective who's got to try and solve the mystery, right? And it's kind of dark, uh, and it's kind of um, you know, it's kind of cyberpunk too, a little bit that goes in with it. So I like that part that it's it's kind of a detective story underneath all of the futuristic takes that it's going on. And I think it's also uh, very prescient given a, many of the uh, surveillance initiatives and things that have tried to come up over the years. And I think it's, again, you talked about one of those themes that tend to come up in uh, sci-fi films is this kind of... Um, is it a utopia or, you know, or dystopia, right? Or is it a dystopia? Exactly. And I feel like this one, this one, what I liked about this one is as you watch it, you really feel like it's a society that's kind of on the verge of trying to decide which way it's going to go. And with the, the, with the precogs that are functioning of trying to figure out who's going to determine, who's going to have crime next. It's, because I, the part that I, again, there's lots of this because it's like also like tech startup too of like the precogs are just in Washington, D.C. right now. And they're trying to do an initiative to take it nationwide. So you can feel like 
this is just about to be released upon all of the population. And so do we want to go down that road? Is that something that we feel like is useful? And you find that the people who are um, working in there, who are the detectives like our Tom Cruise, um, they're even being duped <laughs> about the, uh, the legitimacy of many things going on and of like, it's called minority report because of the three precogs. One doesn't always, or like most, a lot of times one will not agree with the other, other two. And that's called the minority report. And that gets deleted from the system and nobody sees that. And you only see the majority. And so you feel like it's, they're always right. And that's why it's always so good. So it, it does, it does delve with a lot of these questions. Um, I don't think, I mean, I think a little bit directly, but with the like, okay, so you stop them from doing the crime, but how do you, how would you prosecute somebody for a pre-crime whenever they didn't actually do it? They, they, they didn't do anything. They just thought about it and you saw it into the future and then you stop them from doing it. So how is that an actual crime? Uh, and given the level of surveillance and things that go on like that, you can kind of see how this is still very relevant in 2021. Um, and then I like a lot of the plot twists of it too. Um, and again, you do have to set belief off to the side some now and then I do because when they developed this film, um, Spielberg like locked away, I would like 10 or 15 people apparently in a room for a three day weekend uh, to talk about the future <laughs> of like, okay. Cause he wants to get, yeah, want, he wanted to make it seem real. Like um, they weren't just pulling things out of thin air. Cause you do feel like that in sci-fi <clears> just how quickly they get dated. Right. And I think that's another thing why I, yeah, I tend to not like them because unless they're like 2000 years in the future, if they're like this one where it's like 50 years in the future, uh, you go, Oh, well that was a swing and a miss. Like the one thing that I, that get, did take me out of this was just knowing how common things like facial recognition are these days on your phone or, uh, on apps and things like that. Like that is nowhere existent in this film at all. And you can kind of see how like, well, if they did have that, how that would solve a lot of different things. Um, but uh, it was just interesting to see how they kind of presented some of that technology. Oh, and one of my, my favorite part about this, not my favorite part, but like of like the um, like the personalized ads as he's walking through the store uh, trying to run away. It's funny. He's trying to evade <laughs> the cops. And as he's running through the mall, they keep showing these personalized ads. They're like, hi, John. Hi, John. Hi, John. And I was like, <laughs> oh, man, I feel like, that. It's Google. No. I feel that on Google or YouTube or Facebook. It's like you can't go anywhere. They're like, hi, we know your history. We know who you are. And we're which is your better <laughs> ad experience. I just laughed at that because I was like, given how the Internet is these days, that's exactly how you feel as you browse. You're just like, stop following me <laughs> not that you're trying to evade the cops or anything but it was just very um uh i re related to that very uh very deeply uh you know towards the end it gets a little um like not necessarily like kind of a got you but uh they do pull pull some tricks to to advance the plot forward as far as um you know the who done it and who's the ultimate bad guy um spoilers it's the the guy who's in charge of the pre-crime leading the precogs thing because he's got a vested interest in making this succeed so he's trying to get rid of everybody yeah. in his way um but you know that's kind of end in a more utopia of like everyone lives happily ever after and you know uh john gets back with his wife and they're going to have a kid and things and so uh it, 
I, I like how it is wrapped up a little bit, um, but I really enjoyed it. Again, I think just because there are so many topics that we're still dealing with as far as security and tracking and um, uh, the, the, that, that side of, of technology. So no, I really enjoyed it a lot. And it's got Tom Cruise in it. So, you know, he's going to run, he's going to jump, he's going to be, it's going to be action. <laughs> so he's going to run. <laughs> he's going to, he's going to run. Um, and it kept me, so I think that this too. high knee running. Like it's very high, very dramatic. There was one scene where he's like, he's standing next to somebody and he's like towering over them. And I just kept thinking of like, how tall is that box? How tall is that box? I was going to say, yeah. Aren't you five foot five? I know. I know. So we'll probably get pulled from the internet for saying that. But um, no, I think, it's fine. I think it was a good mixture of the action, just enough action with the noir aspect, with the with the sci-fi uh, nature of, of its setting, but the setting gives each one of those, gives the action, gives the noir um, its, its purpose as it's delving deeper and trying to reconcile with some of these issues um, as they, as they play out. And I, I, I really enjoyed it. All right. Now, and uh, he's five minutes looked it up. So sorry, Tom. It's, sorry. Cut you down there. Well, that's good. I'm glad I, I, might need to rewatch that movie then because I have a distinct memory of watching it in the theater and not liking it. Hmm. But that was a long, I saw it when it first came out okay. and you were kind of talking about it and I didn't really remember all those things that happened. So like, I, <laughs> I think, see, when I, when I, so I watched, I remembered a couple of things. I was like, Oh yeah. And then you'd say something and be like, what? I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I didn't really give a good breakdown of what the actual film was, but uh, that's fine because right? I watched it and then I read a lot of reviews and things about it and most of the big takeaways oh, yeah. were were like you know most people remember like Tom you know Tom Cruise waving his hands around to interact with the thing right and they, like, they <laughs> yeah and that yeah I remember that scene and they rec- <laughs> and they remember like the precogs who were in like the the watery milk or whatever but like they don't I think if you watch it from a, like it's a detective again, like it's, it's a, it's a, it's sci-fi, but there are, it's a detective movie set, set with this, the sci-fi, um, uh, thoughts and, um, and, and setting, right. That that you have to, that you're grappling with as you're trying to work through the, the detective story. Yeah. Nice. All right. Yeah, I don't remember as much of the detective part, and I do like detective things, so maybe that would make it a little better. Yeah, I might have to check that one out again and see how it goes on rewatch uh, many years later, and not remembering a thing about that movie. <laughs> see, so there, there you go. <laughs> uh, well, Aaron, what about you? Well, so I kind of before all of this, um, I made kind of like a list of like you know sci-fi movies that I've that I've seen over the years. And then I Googled and got like the 100 like top list of like sci-fi films. And most of the films that I had on my list were on this list. So that made me very happy. The problem was that some of the movies that I wanted to watch were like science fiction. E like there's like, like a, a hint of science fiction that was kind of like there that like made it classified as science fiction. And then I kind of like went down the rabbit hole. Um, so I started with, uh, 1999's deep blue sea. Um, ah! <laughs> and yes. so, so when I was younger, 
All I knew was that there's an underwater facility and that there's really smart sharks. What I didn't know until I was much older is that the, the, the scientists were trying to find a cure for Alzheimer's by using like enhanced shark brains. But that kind of like glass yeah. over like all oh, the whole things coming down and oh, here's shark. Here's smart sharks. Um, and so like it 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 was it, the science fiction was there. Um, but not like enough for me. And so that somehow transformed into another um, under the sea uh, twist of the 1989's The Abyss. Uh, yes. Which, again, when I was younger, all I saw was Ed Harris swimming. Um, some weird things happen. There's like earthquakes, there's Navy SEALs, and then boom, there's aliens. Um, I didn't realize that, you know, it was like the Navy trying to get like, like a, a nuclear submarine, but it just so happens to be sunk by like these alien creatures that like are in the, like in the ocean and that, that interaction between, you know, the human aspect of it. And then, um, you know, the aliens coming in. So that, that's kind of what I, I picked, um, after watching Deep Blue Sea, and I was like, there's got to be something else like this. Ooh, the abyss. And then looking at my list, I was like, oh, there's there's a lot of other movies that I have seen and I know would have also been very good movies to add on here, or at least that I could have watched, but I didn't have time. Um, so it's it's kind of it's, you know, with the abyss, there's that human aspect that, you know, oh, it feels very. 1980s 1990s and like oh this is here's this and oh here's all this human-esque technology and then boom there's aliens so there's that twist of the more like unknown than anything because it's the abyss of the not knowing um and plus kind of like that 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 suspense feel of you know in the claustrophobic tight spaces under you know the ocean um that i always like even when i was younger watching it i always got like that thrill from that excitement and then was like, Oh, there's aliens um, kind of into so that, That's the movie I picked and I'll, I'll kind of go over my list later. Once you're done um, Brandon with, with all of them. Cause like I'll, I'll rattle okay. them off and then I'll let you guys kind of think of, of where you think they, they, they feel. Now again, this, the, I, I made a small list and then when I Googled them, I put more on my list. Like, Oh, that would be a good one. Like, Oh, that would have been a good one. Ooh, that would have been a cool huh. one too. So Okay, cool. That sounds good. Nice. That's yeah. The the most distinctive part of that movie I remember is when he like is in that gel stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, freaks to stay, me and out. He, like, oh, and he oh, like the, ick, yeah, it's all in his lungs and stuff. Oh, oh my gosh! I, I, yeah, I, I, that freaked I will, me out too when I was little. I will. I will say the scene where they put the the rat in that gel thing, like still to this day. Oh, when yeah. I watched it, I was like, yeah, 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 the thing. So. And then, like when he's in in contact with the aliens for the first time, and he like he takes his helmet off, and there's just that that sense of um, relief and you know curiosity sinks in and everything. I was I, even when I watched, it, I was like, oh, that's a weird feeling. I don't know if I can yeah. do that. So, yeah, that's a good move. That's a good choice. Yeah. All right. So I watched. Uh, I w- I wanted to watch a movie that I had never seen before. Like I said, I have watched, and I looked at some lists on the internet, and I was like, I've seen a lot of these. Uh, so I want to watch one I've never seen. So I watched, uh, <clears throat> what is it, 20 Teens Ex Machina. Okay. Right? 
Yeah. Or 2014, maybe. But I watched this movie. This is kind of in keeping with that artificial intelligence kind of theme. Pretty heavy sci-fi stuff, right? So, um... <clears throat> Basically, uh, the brief rundown of this movie is it's not very long, which is one of the best things about this movie. Um, there's a guy who uh, he's like an employee at a tech company, right? Think like this world's made up Google, basically. And he wins a weekend to f- stay with the mysterious recluse CEO, owner, inventor computer whiz of this company right but surprise the weekend is actually a turing test for an ai that this guy's invented oh nice (laughs) yeah so it's a surprise turing test in his mountainous compound like weird super villain hideaway thing in the in the thing and so (laughs) yeah um that's the basic thing of this movie so it's one of those movies where it's like there's basically four people in this movie and it all takes place in this house (laughs) so uh it's kind of all about this turing test so he has invented this uh ai and he brings this guy in because he wants to do this turing test so a turing test if you don't know is basically where you uh, sit and you try to determine if what you are talking to is an artificial intelligence or a real person. Right. And if you cannot tell, then it passes. Right. Hmm. <laughs> That's how it works. And this movie is basically the worst Turing test of all time. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, I did not like this movie at all. I'm apparently in the minority because the reviews are like really strong, right? They're all like, oh, this movie's great. It has very high scores. Uh, I did not like it as much as I thought it. It sounds like a great idea, but when you start watching it, you're like, maybe I was being too critical, but like the testing part, I was like, this is the worst test ever. It's not a blind test. He goes, hey, you're talking to a robot. What? Yeah. You're like, it should be a true test should be a blind test, right? You should basically be sitting on one side of a screen by yourself and just talking. Uh, that should be yeah. it. And you should also be like talking to multiple things like an AI and like people, right? To try to discern patterns. This is a terrible test. <laughs> he tells him it's uh, a robot he makes the robot like hyper feminized right so he's like blinded by the femininity of the robot which is bizarre um he like does a lot of things to like manipulate the emotions so like there's tv but he like accidentally finds like quote unquote accidentally finds the closed circuit television channel (sighs) so he can like watch this AI construct in her body like wandering around so he's yeah. like basically being emotionally manipulated and mm. yeah <laughs> so there's a lot of that uh, and it's like they try to explain it away he's like well yeah I did that uh, because this and you're like no that's stupid that that 
no, that's <laughs> you did this because you thought to make a better movie. Like it's, it really pulled me out of it a lot. <laughs> right. Like the plot was just like, dude, what the heck? And basically like you can kind of see the ending coming from like 12 miles away. Right. Like, Oh gee, I wonder how this movie will end. Mm-hmm. Oh no. What's going to happen. And basically he like gave the robot a directive, right? Like her goal is to like, try to escape right that's kind of what they're doing oh. and so she's trying to use all these manipulations so they let get the guy to let her out so it's a very it's a terrible test scientifically it's the worst test ever right mm. it's, just, <laughs> it's awful they do briefly touch on some of those things like you know if if it's successful or he has to do something he has to like reformat her and so like is that killing her is she actually alive? Is that just this guy's emotions putting things on it? Like they touch on that stuff, but like not enough, not enough in a good way. Anyway, oh. you know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> and it's very like, I don't know. They went in a very like arty direction, right? So like the inside of the building is like very austere and like the lighting is like gray, you know, the soundtrack is like synthy. So it's like, <laughs> whatever so I, <laughs> it was just a little much and i didn't it was just it was a bad test i couldn't get over what a bad test this was and like they had a really good opportunity to focus on some of this like humanity characteristics and they blew it with this stupid test <laughs> like oh, they, no. they messed it up with the setup i think <clears throat> and so i did not like that movie i was apparently in the minority report <laughs> of the <that. laughs> oh no because <laughs> this movie gets very positive views online uh-huh. uh, like Rotten Tomato score is very high other review things are very high I did not like it <clears throat> mostly because I called the ending like at the beginning and like <laughs> right <clears throat> like basically after they set up and like there's some things that happen and you're like nah I know how this is going to end so then it's like really kind of boring and kind of a slog to get to the end of the movie to be like, oh, look how right I was. Ah, see, that's amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> huh. And so that I feel like they tried a little too hard for me. <clears throat> so, yeah. Somebody, your mileage may vary with Ex Machina, but I, I thought I was going to like it. And when I remember like when it came out, I remember thinking it would be interesting glad i didn't see it in the theater so that's good <laughs> so it would have been like disappointing <clears throat> uh, so however to go along with aaron saying i have two movies to recommend to you in okay. this vein that for me are better right number nice. one i think they're better because there is more action and then so you can get more invested in the characters because like these dudes in this house like i literally don't care about them like can, can i guess one of your i'm not invested in I'm not invested in them at all. So I'm like, this is boring. I don't even like this guy. So this movie's terrible. You're going to guess, Aaron? Yes. All right, guess. Blade Runner. No. Good guess. Yeah. Go on. Go on. <laughs> that is a good one. But uh, for as this like humanity thing, you could do Blade Runner. That's a good one. Is the new Blade Runner good? I haven't seen that one. Anyway. Um, Mixed reviews? Okay. Well, who knows? I might like it because this movie has high reviews and I didn't like it at all. So, <laughs> um, one movie that I would suggest uh, if you like this, like, what does it mean to be human? Am I really human? Like, what makes you 
real kind of thing is uh 2005's The Island with Ewan McGregor, right? Oh, okay. Uh, this movie is very interesting. It's a lot more actiony, right? The setup for that movie is um they're living in this like utopian world and then they think they're going to win a trip to an island. Um actually it turns out they're clones and when they get a trip to the island they're taken away and they get killed and their organs are harvested for the person who they're a clone of what yeah. oh my yeah okay <laughs> that, didn't yeah. See that one and so ewan mcgregor and scarlett johansson in this movie they escape they get out oh. they figure out what's happening and they break out of this place and they're like <clears throat> really because they've been told this lie of, oh, the world was destroyed in a nuclear apocalypse and you're living in this underground bunker mm. safe in this perfect society. <clears throat> and the trip to the island is like, you know, it's the only, one of the only places on Earth where you can be above ground and it's nice and safe. And you win the, quote, lottery and you get to go there. <clears throat> but they're actually clones. And if the, they're, the people that they're clones of need a medical procedure the organs are taken from these clones. So they have this fight about, you know, it's got this struggle about like, well, we're, we're people, right? We have lives and we have thoughts and feelings too. And just because we're clones doesn't mean that we're disposable. Right. So there's this whole kind of thing. And it's a lot more actiony. There's lots of escape and drama and intrigue because mm-hmm. they like find you and McGregor's guy, like the, the thing, person he's a clone of. <laughs> yeah. And there's a whole thing with him. So that movie is really kind of, it's more interesting. It's a more interesting kind of thought process on that. Right. Yeah. Like where you think about it and it handles these things and it's like a more fun way, you know, it's more actiony, but it is kind of this, like, what is humanity type of situation and like, yeah. what is life worth and all that stuff. <clears throat> Another movie that I like a lot. And then a lot of people like this movie, I think is the movie Chappie. Yeah. Right. Where it's like, he's a police robot. <laughs> right. But he gets like the card for like consciousness or whatever. And he becomes like sentient. And then there's this whole situation with how to deal with that. And mm-hmm. it kind of really touches on a lot of like nature versus nurture kind of stuff. And yeah, because he spends time with the police and he spends time with like some criminals mm-hmm. and like, if you're going to create something like this, you have to be responsible for how it develops. And you have to think about these kind of things about what you do after it's made. And so it's a, it's pretty cool. It is a little extra because the, the it's from like South Africa. So the die Antwood people are in this movie and they are very strange. Mm -hmm. Um, they're criminals, aren't they? Yeah. And they're extraordinarily extra. They fit in really good in this like sort of pseudo futuristic world because their fashion yeah. is like what <laughs> happening. <clears throat> so some people don't like the movie because of them, but because they're like weird. But like, <laughs> but um, oh, I, I kind of like how that movie goes and and handles this stuff. I think it's interesting. So yeah, I recommend either The Island or Chappie instead of Ex Machina. There's my hot take for today. <laughs> okay. Well, so that so that kind of ties in weirdly um, to with Chappie because the one that I one of the movies that I had on my list is actually District Nine, 
Um, ah, the other he's the, the same director, year, right? Yes, yeah, from also South Africa, uh, where they kind of have to put you know aliens come to Earth and they have to kind of like put them in their own little kind of like ghettos or you know their own kind of district and it's kind of like that. It starts off as that like yeah. documentary esque thing and then you kind of follow the guy and it's like it kind of just throws you into like an immediate clash of you know like today modern and then like boom here's just these aliens and they're trying to survive in our you know society and our lives so that you know when you, when you said chappy i was like oh hey that's number three on my list so yeah i, I like it because it talks a lot about like human behavior and yeah is it learned or is it programmed and and how do you do these things? I, I like it a lot. It's got a bad score online, but I think it's yeah. better. <laughs> Man, you don't like the highly reviewed ones, but you do like the poorly reviewed ones. Is the problem is the problem with you? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> the highly reviewed one is boring, and you can li- you literally, if you watch this movie, I don't know if, it's, but I, I was sitting there watching the begin the, the first, you know, twenty minutes because the first like twelve minutes they kind of do that whole like thing and. It, the problem shows up and everything it's yeah. very formulaic in that way but like okay. you get into some details and you're just like i know how this is going to end like yeah there's no doubt it, how this movie's going to end at all like, I, think, <laughs> I think that's the problem again with the um with the sci-fi it when they when they i think when they take themselves too seriously and they really try and inhabit the world when they don't have that magical aspect that's brought in sometimes with the fantasy um, if they don't get it right, it's going to ruin the story or you're going to predict it or because, you know, you're going to be able to reason it out. I think that's kind of why I like watching fantasy films because when they just hand wave and go magic, you're like, I don't know what's going to happen. Oh my gosh. But, <laughs> but if they're like, this, <laughs> this follows all the same rules of physics and logic and expectations of the world you're currently living in, we're just 50 years in the future. Ooh, you're like, Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that, I think that's why I like Chappie more because he's basically, he's quote born and he's sort of like puzzling out this functioning in the human world with his consciousness. Yeah. And he's dealing with all these things and like, he's discovering emotions and like stuff like that. Whereas in ex machina, it's just like this, cold machine like manipulating to get a thing they want it's like it's boring right it's not it doesn't have that kind of like wonderment or like it takes this thing that should be like really interesting and it makes it boring (laughs) and it's and they test badly that's the other thing (laughs) i think i also got really stuck on the fact that it's set up on the basis of a test a scientific test and it's the worst test ever and i really couldn't get past that Yeah, again, this is like, you know what a Turing test is. There's logic behind how it should or shouldn't be conducted. When you see that not playing out on the screen, all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute. There's This is just yeah. being done for plot purposes now. And they, Yeah, and they tried to slough it off. They like throw all these technical terms at you that like nobody knows what they mean, right? They're like, oh, I thought this, or I blah, blah, algorithm. And like, you're just making things up to fill this out. Okay, look, it's a mercifully short movie, right? It's like an hour 40. Oh, geez. That's right. like nothing. So it's like, boom. Yeah. <laughs> Might be like hour 35 because a lot of it's the credit to the end. So like, it's just like, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Yeah. so yeah, I would recommend those other two movies. 
So, Aaron, what else is on this list of yours? All right. So, I- I'm just going to go down it. Um, stop and comment if you wish. So, okay. as 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 listed, uh, the Abyss, Deep Blue Sea, District Nine. Um, so, I had the original Predator um, with Arnold. Oh. Um, kind of, and most of these are kind of from like the 1980s, like the 1990s of, of that partial like suspense sci-fi. Um, you know, you know, you know, the predator was was there. Um, I I don't remember ever like seeing this this movie, but I remember just when I was younger trying to watch it with you, Brandon, and never like fully understanding it. But this popped in my head once I found like the Google list. Um, but the Twelve Monkeys. With um, Bruce Willis. Yeah, is it Bruce Willis? I think yeah. I only. I don't think you watch that with me because I'm not even sure I've seen all that movie. Yeah. So, but I I remember I, I saw it once and I was like, huh. Of, I don't of the guy about it though. Of the guy time traveling. Um. Yeah. Aren't you thinking Abbott, of Looper? Looper with uh, Bruce Willis? No. Bruce Willis is also in that film, but no, I the know. I'm just. <laughs> um 1995 yeah um avatar Mm. of kind of you know space you know new world you know sci-fi um this was one that i had on my list because i was thinking of like animated ones but i really liked wally when that came out oh yeah kind of like what the world could be one day um obviously blade runner um because even when I was younger, all I saw was Harrison Ford shooting at people, and then like, it like in in the rain, and that's it. And then when I was older, the end of that movie so good. Of, <laughs> uh, and then at, when I got older, understanding that you know this, um, do they call, are they called synthetics? Or yeah, something like that. Yeah, and they're yeah. and they're like you know I I am you know. You know I've seen things you people wouldn't even believe, and it's like oh my gosh, the tears. So Blade Runner, um, I I was never a fan of the Planet of the Apes series. Like I didn't like the yeah, don't ones. me either. I didn't like I didn't <laughs> like the Mark Wahlberg one. Um, the the oh no, that one was terrible. The new ish <laughs> ones like me, but um, I didn't like the original. Uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind was another movie that I never understood until I was older. But for some reason, out of all the jingles and ringtones that I've ever heard, I could always get the part like just like it's it's always there. <laughs> um, Terminator, the Alien series, the, the like the first two, um, Colin Back to the Future, the Star Wars, 2001, A Space Odyssey. I have never seen that movie in its entirety. Um, Something very austere. Because I've always been like, like heavy. ooh, and, and then bored. Um, yeah, that's fair. That's a good. Uh, that's a good. <laughs> that's a good summary of that movie. <laughs> the 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 first the first one that was kind of like on my list was the Matrix. Um, I didn't like because, the Matrix uh, because it you know made the oh we actually in with like the world like I don't know. <laughs> um, the the a new movie that came out this year. Um, it's either on Netflix or Amazon. I can't remember, but it's called The Tomorrow War. With Chris Pratt, um, oh, I've about heard of like this. people from the future coming back to our time and being like, "Hey, there's a war. We need to recruit you. We're going to send you forward in time to fight it." And then there's a whole big kerfuffling. And then the last, the last movie that I had on my list, 
um, because I'm I'm excited for the new release because I I tried reading the book. I did. I tried with all my heart, with all my little little heart. Um, <laughs> and then I have the older movie, and I'm like, wow, I'm gonna start this. And then like ten minutes in, I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. Um, is Dune. So ah, uh, I thought you were gonna say that. Um. <laughs> Because like I watch it and then all I get is that there's a big worm thing and then oh my god and I'm like what is happening so yeah that's another movie that's what kind of Colin talked about before like where they just take science fiction just kind of like throw it at your face and like look at they ramp it up to eleven this sci-fi and look at this googly gook it turns you into a floating cheese monster and it's like how am I comprehend all of this yeah. Even, why do we care about with, spice again i don't know why. With, <laughs> with patrick stewart you know put him in as many scenes as you want i'm still not going to comprehend what's going on so um yes so that was even though i've seen i have started dune with the intention of like <laughs> taking notes and watching it i've just been like i'm just gonna sit back and play on my phone i have no idea what's happening <laughs> yeah um, I, I i feel the same way about that movie i watched it once and i think i was like 12 or 13 yeah, and I was like, I have no idea what is going on. Also, that movie I seem to remember it's like seven hours long. I don't think that's accurate, but it was. It felt so long. <laughs> it was. It was quite <laughs> long. So, um. uh, looping back, haha, pun intended. Again, to what Colin said earlier, you want to talk about a convoluted movie series, and that would be the Terminator. Like that movie starts oh, to make yeah. no sense with its like weird time travel skip aroundy the, the what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what? I, oh my gosh. <laughs> like the first two movies, you're like, okay, Terminator and Terminator two, you're like, okay, I got this. And then like T three, like what what? And then I stopped watching them because I was like, I have no idea what's going on anymore. Yeah. And, and like now we're just drawing them out to make movies. Like it doesn't make sense. And trying to fit them in the timeline and like doing a lot of retconning and things like that. And while, while I, I enjoy the one-off uh, uh, time traveling movie, like I really do. Um, I guess, I guess the times like I really enjoyed the book. Uh, what was that? time traveler? Um, uh, what was that actually by HG Wells? Um, <gasps> I need a movie for another the time machine. Form. Time machine. Yes. The time machine. Yeah. I yeah. Really enjoyed that. That book. Um, the movie was, that yeah, book is really good. Movie is horrendous and awful. And I hated every moment of it. Um, but uh, I yeah, they like didn't, the, they didn't do that one. Well, That's, no, that was a, <laughs> no, I, I really like the one off, uh, time travel. If, if you're going to do three again, I think the really only good time travel, multiple film has been, uh, back to the future. Um, and I think cause while it plays a role, it's not like, oh man, could you imagine if, what if, like, it's not trying to answer any questions. Like it, there's broader things that are going on with like, it's kind of just a movie with time travel attached to it, which I really enjoy. Uh, so time travel movies are really hard to get right. Uh, almost impossible. One might say, uh, given <laughs> that we don't know. So it's <laughs> I have, another, I have an amendment to my list. <laughs> okay. Hitchhiker's Guide to the <clears throat> No. <laughs> No, sorry. Oh yeah. <laughs> sorry, I, I had to throw it in there before I forgot. My pen ran out of ink, so I was like, "Sure, yeah, that's all right." So, we'll love it. That's the movie that's like it's kind of fun to watch, but I, I'm definitely not one of people that's like super into that movie. Like it's fine, I mean, but I'm not like a. 
there's some people that are like really love those the those stories in that movie like a yeah. lot. And I'm like, eh, it's fine. Like I don't <laughs> sure. <laughs> Not to hurt your little brother's feelings that much, but okay. That's right. You can like you're allowed to like it. That's okay. No, no, it is. <clears throat> oh, maybe. <laughs> Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> I I enjoyed I enjoyed this challenge again. It's one of the things I, I don't intentionally seek out uh, the sci-fi films in general. So it was good to uh, step out and do try something intentionally a little bit different. So I mm-hmm. appreciate that. That's true. Um, yeah. But very good. Uh, I enjoyed that a lot. So. Lots of lots more things to add. Me too. Lots of things to watch, and uh, yeah, that's all I got. All right, sounds good to me. Okay, like folks, uh, keep surviving, keep thriving, <laughs> keep driving, <laughs> diving, driving. Uh, oh no! We'll uh, we'll uh, uh, see you <laughs> this in good this in a week. <laughs> all right, that's all. Right. Love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Love you too. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>